the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking back over a long career, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. When you sit there and see all those people in front of you, 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 uh, people that are so different in what they think, and yet they've decided to help solve their major differences under law. Leaked audio. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas' meeting with Border Patrol agents puts him in the hot seat. Let me, let me just say, you can turn your back on me, but I'll never turn your back, my back on you. The federal mandate for health care workers kicks in. The mandate is taking effect first in jurisdictions that didn't challenge the requirement in court. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, January 28th. I'm Rich Thomason. It's official. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is retiring, making the formal announcement at a joint news conference with President Biden. Emphasizing Justice Breyer's commitment to ensuring the Constitution works for all, Mr. Biden recalled something that Breyer said during his confirmation hearing back in 1994. During his confirmation hearings way back in 1994, nominee Stephen Breyer said, quote, the law must work for the people. The president looking back on Breyer's lengthy career. Today, Justice Breyer announces his intention to step down from active service after four decades, four decades on the federal bench and 28 years on the United States Supreme Court. His legacy includes his work as a leading scholar and jurist in administrative law, bringing his brilliance to bear to make government run more efficiently and effectively. It includes his stature as a beacon of wisdom on our Constitution and what it means. And through it all, Justice Breyer has worked tirelessly to give faith to the notion that the law exists to help the people. Asked about his favorite thing about being on the high court, Justice Breyer focused on how so many people in this country seek to settle differences through the law. This is a complicated country. There are more than 330 million people. And my mother used to say it's every race, it's every religion, and she would emphasize this, and it's every point of view possible. And uh, it's a kind of miracle. When you sit there and see all those people in front of you, people that are so different in what they think, and yet they've decided to help solve their major differences under law. And he goes on to point out that America is still an experiment. Of course, people don't agree. But we have a country that is based on human rights, democracy, and so forth. But I'll tell you what Lincoln thought, what Washington thought, and what people today still think. It's an experiment. And looking forward, Breyer is optimistic about the future of the democratic process in the U.S. It's an experiment that's still going on. And I'll tell you something. You know who will see whether that experiment works. It's you, my friend. It's you, Mr. High School student. It's you, Mr. College student. It's you, Mr. Law School students. It's us, but it's you. 
It's that next generation and the one after that. My grandchildren and their children. They'll determine whether the experiment still works. And of course, I am an optimist and I'm pretty sure it will. A warning from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki to the Senate GOP. Don't play games with Mr. Biden's nominee to the high court. We have not mentioned a single name. We have not put out a list. Uh, The president made very clear he has not made a selection. Uh, And there are, if anyone is saying they plan to characterize whoever he nominates after throw consideration with both parties as radical before they know literally anything about who she is, uh, they just obliterated their own credibility. Audio of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas' meeting with Border Patrol agents was leaked to the media, and judging by that audio, the meeting did not go well for Mayorkas, who admitted a staggering number of illegal border crossings has made the agents' jobs all the more difficult. When something important comes here, uh, we rush out. We have 50 more buses that come in, and they take as many people out here as they can. You guys keep saying you want to see how it really is down here. Why do we keep sending as many people out of here as we can before they get here? It's not really showing what it is. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure I follow. Sorry. So, TPC, the whole area back here, before you come down, before anybody comes down, a senator, it doesn't matter. They bust as many people out of here as they can to whatever other sector. It may appear that people are trying the commitment remains and we'll keep fighting. And let me let me just say, you can turn your back on me, but I'll never turn your back my back on you. Town Hall's Julio Rosas broke the story, and he joined Dr. Sebastian Gorka on his Salem Radio Network program to discuss the audio clip and the morale of Border Patrol agents. It's not surprising at all that they were unhappy with Secretary Morocas because even though he kind of likes to act like he has nothing to do with the policies that are being implemented, uh, he is ultimately the boss of, of, the, of DHS, and he is uh, carrying out the Biden administration's policies towards the border, which, as we've seen, uh, is just completely disastrous. How did DHS respond to that leaked audio? They didn't deny that that, was, that, that whole incident took place because, obviously, it's hard to deny that because it's, <laughs> the audio is right there. Uh, and and that's all they can say, right? Because they they know that they they're not stupid. They they know that these policies aren't working. They know that this is not sustainable. But uh, apparently, their their jobs and their partisan politics are more important than the security of the country. And so that's why they're more than willing to kind of kind of carry uh, carry out the open border uh, policies that the Biden administration wants. Uh, so that that's kind of that's kind of where we're at right now. On it goes, the standoff over Ukraine. White House Press Secretary Saki noting that Russia is saying that it will keep talking, but that it's not optimistic about the discussions. We don't know if the Russians are playing games on diplomacy. We hope not. Um, and our intention, we are certainly pursuing uh, diplomacy uh, with a level of seriousness uh, and an intention in uh, leaving that door open and pursuing that path. At the Pentagon, spokesman John Kirby says that the Russian military continues to build up on Ukraine's border. We continue to see, uh, including in the last 24 hours, uh, uh, more accumulation of of credible combat uh, forces uh, arrayed by the Russians uh, in, again, the western part of their country and and in Belarus.
Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg wants to address what he claims is an epidemic of car fatalities in this country. Buttigieg pushing a government-centered strategy that aims at limiting the speed of vehicles, redesigning roads to better protect cyclists and pedestrians, and boosting car safety features like automatic emergency braking. Our goal is zero deaths. A country where one day nobody has to say goodbye to a loved one because of a traffic crash. Buttigieg admits people make mistakes, but says that mistakes don't have to be deadly. People make mistakes, but human mistakes don't always have to be lethal. And in a well-designed system, safety measures make sure that human fallibility does not lead to human fatalities. Voters think that Democrats are too liberal. That, according to a new poll, Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett tells us about it. A majority of voters think congressional Democrats are too liberal and agree with the Senate GOP leader that voters don't want to, quote, fundamentally transform America. A new national telephone and online survey by Rasmussen Reports finds that 50 percent of likely U.S. voters believe Democrats in Congress are too liberal on most issues. 16 percent think congressional Democrats are too moderate, while 20 percent think their policies are about right. The survey of 1,000 likely U.S. voters was conducted between January 20th and 23rd, and the margin of error is plus or minus 3%, with a 95% level of confidence. Bernie Bennett reporting. The federal vaccine mandate for health care workers is kicking in. Correspondent Mike Rossia with details. The Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine requirement for workers at facilities that participate in Medicare or Medicaid takes effect in about half the states Thursday. The Supreme Court upheld the mandate two weeks ago. The mandate is taking effect first in jurisdictions that didn't challenge the requirement in court. Those states include California, Florida, New York, and Pennsylvania. California already has its own vaccine requirement for health care workers, but Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation last year requiring business to let workers opt out of vaccine requirements for medical reasons, religious beliefs, immunization from a previous infection, regular testing, or an agreement to wear protective gear. I'm Mike Gracia. Like everything else, the cost of borrowing is going up. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell saying that because of high inflation and improvements in the job market, the Fed will soon start raising interest rates. The economy no longer needs sustained high levels of monetary policy support. That is why we are phasing out our asset purchases and why we expect it will soon be appropriate to raise the target range for the federal funds rate. It was a green Christmas for Southwest Airlines, reporting a $68 million profit for the fourth quarter, bottom line bolstered by holiday travel. Daybreak Insider's Jeremy House has more. Southwest says it was the airline's first profit without federal pandemic aid since late 2019. The airline is facing higher costs, however, from boosting wages and hiring more workers. Southwest says that adjusted earnings in the fourth quarter were 14 cents per share, beating Wall Street's forecast of 7 cents per share. Revenue was also higher than analysts expected. History is made in Honduras. Country's first female president has been sworn in. The BBC's Will Grant with details. Since her electoral victory in November, Honduras's president-elect, Xiomara Castro, has enjoyed a wave of goodwill and positivity among the public since they overwhelmingly voted in her favour and for the end of more than a decade of rule by the deeply unpopular National Party. 
as President Miss Castro, who is also the former First Lady of Honduras, has proposed a wide-ranging agenda for change. Coast Guard teams have found five bodies since they started searching a swath of ocean the size of Massachusetts after a lone known survivor was plucked from atop the hull of an overturned boat earlier this week. Coast Guard Captain Joanne Burdian says crews recovered more bodies after one body was found on Wednesday, and that brought the total to five. The victims in this case have been in the water since Saturday evening based on the, the best information we have. And uh, unfortunately, we've, we've come to the most difficult time in any search and rescue case, and, and that is the point at which uh, we decide when to cease actively searching. Meanwhile, Homeland Security's Tony Salisbury says a criminal investigation is underway into the boat that capsized off the coast of Florida. The goal of this investigation is to identify, arrest, and prosecute any criminal or criminal organization that organized, facilitated, or profited from this doomed venture. And finally this morning, a man who won a ticket for a flight on a SpaceX vessel has given his seat to a college roommate. Correspondent Ed Donahue with that story. Kyle Hipshin is 43, a Florida-based captain for Delta's regional carrier, Endeavor Air. His dream came true out of the blue. Tens of thousands of people are going to buy tickets for this. Statistically, I'm not going to have that much of a chance. But he got his chance. But Hipshin topped SpaceX weight restriction of 250 pounds. Might as well give it to somebody I know who's a spaceflight guy, and that's, that's Chris. So Hipshin's friend went in his place. Hipshin says it wasn't easy when the SpaceX flight took off in September. In gratitude, Sombrowski offered to take personal items into space for Hipshin. I'm Ed Donahue. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.